You know what's funny? I use so many essential oils and there's a minivan in front of me driving very slow. And they have a doTERRA sticker on the back of the car. They sell essential oils. But I'm so late right now. I ain't got no time to really... I don't have any time to talk to them about essential oils right now. doTERRA wellness advocate. Okay, so he can hook me up with a discount on the... Uh, on the essential oils, man. Oh, well, anyhow, I'm not producing any sauce on delay at this time anyway, because for for a multitude of reasons, I didn't provide Amazon with their business information. I took down my listing from uh, Etsy um, because right now I'm, I'm I'm switching from like I, I don't know if you've been following, but I switched from I'm not gonna do wax or wax as much. Um, uh, the wax, wax is for hold. I just, you know, really, I kind of went a direction of, of pomade because, you know, in my interpretation, I'm making a men's product, and what men's hair product does men you do men use? Oh man, you see, New York is a crazy place, man. Well, it's not a crazy place because Florida is nah, whatever. <laughs> you know, you see these drivers me mugging all the time and doing all kind of manipulation and doing all kind of road rage stuff. And you're like, oh my gosh, man, you know, smile. You know, one time I was on the train and, 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 you know, I'm always, I was always, I'm always grumpy. Like I was always grumpy, even as a child. So, you know, my, 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 my mother, you know, saw me being grumpy and it's probably because I didn't get a toy or something. So I'm realizing I'm just like my son because I used to always want toys and I was be mad when I didn't get my toys. But, you know, I think it taught me independence and it taught me self-sufficiency every time they told me no because I reached a point where I didn't like no anymore. Let me say, let me, let me say yes to myself and let me make it happen for myself, you know? Anyhow, so, yeah, I'm not doing the... Uh, I'm changing directions and if I'm dealing with a liquid, I'm going to need a different kind of container and I haven't really found a liquid-based container that's renewable um, at all. You know, they have some... Uh, plastics uh, that are supposedly renewable like I think it's called PLA um, I, I can't remember right now but it's made out of corn it's a plastic that's made out of corn but it is renewable in the sense that you can recycle it but most facilities there there are hardly any facilities that can handle it at this time so um, you know regular plastic like uh, HDPE LDPE um, uh, they, they, those can be recycled. Um, those can be melted down and, and or chopped up and melted down. But um, right now, nobody's really recycling it. PLA. I, I'm calling it PLA right now because I can't remember the name of it. But it's made out of corn. It's plastic that's made out of corn. I had ordered some samples um, to test out from China probably about two years ago. And I didn't really like how they responded um, I didn't really like how it worked out with those because, um, yeah, later on I found out that they're not, 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 not renewable and they're not biodegradable either. So it's still like a plastic and it's not biodegradable. So what's the point? So, um, I need to find some kind of container now steel, you know, if I could find some steel bottles, that would be helpful, but steel, cause steel, um, can fully corrode and rust within 50 years. Versus a piece of plastic which takes like, I don't know, 400 years or something like that, you know. Um, but getting a steel container, carbon steel or, you know, container, 
I mean, I could get stainless steel, but that's so expensive. It's so cost prohibitive. Um, the price of the, the a price of one ounce, a one ounce container would probably exceed. I don't know, seven dollars, ten dollars. No, it would exceed that because I was selling my units for seven dollars and changing up. And 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 that's with the paper containers that cost little over a dollar. You know, those are renewable. Those are compostable. You know, you could put them in the in the dirt and then they'll just melt. You know, basically. But um, you know, the the, the the kind of contents I I'm, I'm doing now require a different material. So, anyhow, I'm just freestyling. As usual, because you know it's kind of. I'm sorry about the annoying tick, tick, tick. Because I just listened to my stuff again, and I heard the, the tick, tick, tick indicator sound. I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. Um, but the um, I just uh, you know, recently in the news, uh, I think it was Eli Lilly, which is a pharmaceutical manufacturer, just reduced their um, uh, diabetes drug price by something like 75% a lot of people online were asking okay so you, you reduced it by 75% now why didn't you reduce it by 75% later I mean earlier you know and in one of my posts earlier I was saying you know the cost of being ill like the yearly cost for your diabetes medicine is about $1,300 or something like that I, you know, I forgot exactly how much it was but it's, it's something like $1,300 you know what I mean it's a lot of money um, hopefully that's not the monthly cost but as of late people have been using um, uh, the diabetes treatment or the diabetes medicine as weight loss pills and it has caused a shortage but I think the reason why Eli Lilly or whoever it was reduced their prices is because the demand is up there's a large amount of the population that does suffer from diabetes but there's probably even more people who just want to lose weight in general even skinny people you know want to lose weight and they'll take a pill you know if it'll work for them you know so um i don't know how like the drugs that i've heard of and i'm going by memory is ozempic and rabelsis now um I think the more popular one is the Ozempic, and it's been popularized by TikTok. Like people on TikTok saying that you know it, it works and stuff like that. Um, and then Ray Belsis, I've heard of that one also advertised on television. And there's other ones I'm pretty sure, but Ozempic seems to be the one that's in short supply. Um, don't quote me. Uh, I think it's open. Uh, I think it's Ozempic. Um, but the weight loss drugs are in short supply. Not a weight loss drug. It's not a weight loss drug. It's a diabetes drug. Um, you know, and in my opinion, you know, uh, there's, there's really no shortcuts per se, you know. But um, uh, there's a lot of other natural things that you can use for weight loss. In my opinion, especially when it comes to your glycemic index, it comes to glucose, it comes to uh, um, insulin, um, and uh, your body's absorb ability to absorb insulin, your muscles' ability to absorb insulin. Uh, you can try things like um, ginseng. Ginseng uh, reduces your blood glucose level. It also helps you to, it helps your muscles to absorb insulin. 
it also increases the availability of testosterone um, so that's why they kind of call it an aphrodisiac when it comes to men but the fact that it lowers your blood sugar also helps your you know your whole reproductive situation there um, you know it's not an overnight thing uh, the, the drugs like Raybelsis and Ozempic I'm pretty sure they work like almost immediately probably you know what I mean because these 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 uh, pharmaceuticals attack issues very acutely, very precisely, you know. Um, so anyway, that's all I really want to talk about. I got a lot of other stuff like I read over the weekend, but you know when I'm driving, I can't read at the same time, and so it wouldn't be safe to do so. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, they say ginger is pretty good for weight loss. They say just drinking tea in general is good for weight loss. Um, I'm not sure how that is the case, um, but that, that's research that I've encountered when I was looking up the benefits of green tea. Um, green tea is good for the mind also. I forgot what else, what, what, in what capacity, but it, the green tea is good for anxiety also. But you know what? If anything is good for anxiety, I'm pretty sure it's going to be good for weight loss because um, even myself, sometimes I eat just for entertainment. Just I, just I, I just eat for self-soothing purposes. Like I did that this weekend, and I ended up having a, uh, you know, some. I'm still not feeling too well because I consumed a whole bunch of salty foods, and I think that when I consume salty foods, they make me fatigued. Also, in addition to um, probably raising my blood pressure and giving me a headache. Fortunately, I didn't get a headache. I did have discomfort in my head, but it wasn't—it wasn't like a headache. Um, but you know, if your blood pressure increases, it's gonna put pressure all over your body and your head, and you're not gonna feel too good. And it's putting too much pressure on your your vital organs anyway. So it's probably not—you know—your heart's pumping probably more than it needs to. You know, heart's building up pressure more than it needs to. So that probably leads to you know heart disease. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know what's the cause of heart disease really. Uh, probably overworking it and probably, you know, too much fat content, too much energy content in the sugars and all that. I don't know. But um, I know that um, in the African-American community, um, heart disease is a big deal. Um, high blood pressure is a big deal. You know, I like salt on everything. I like to put salt on everything since I was little, you know, and... Um, I used to get stomach aches, you know, from the from the amount of salt I used to consume. I didn't really get headaches. I never really got much headaches as a child. I got headaches later on in life, but um, stomach aches would really bother me, you know. But the um, yeah. So really, it's all about Ozempic, Raybelsis. Hey man, look into um, look into ginseng. You know what I mean? I get my ginseng from Amazon. It's called Red Korean Ginseng. I forgot the name of the company. Something like Prince of Persia or something like that. Or Prince of Peace. Or I forgot exactly what the name of it is. It comes in a gold box. Um, because the reason why I know that it's useful in lowering blood sugar and increasing your insulin absorption is because um, during my research regarding hair loss... Um, the drug dutasteride, dutasteride, which is a alpha reductase inhibitor, which is used, um, um, you know, 
it's used uh, I think it's yeah you take it orally it's used um, to, to make your hair grow back um, due to steroid it's um, you can't take it with due to steroid because it'll cause your blood sugar levels to drop significantly and um, where I'm from originally we have a food that's called Aki A-K-E-E and it's potentially poisonous I don't see I don't yeah it's poisonous so it's not something that I would recommend necessarily unless you know what you're doing um, it has to be fully ripened before you can eat it or you can poison yourself and the way how it can potentially make you sick is by making you hypoglycemic by dropping your blood sugar levels significantly you know so I don't know exactly how it does that but I would be interested you know I, I think that the medical industry or you know actually people that are interested people are interested in um, um, I guess you could call it nutraceuticals or are interested in homeopathic or whatever you know people who do that kind of research they need to do some research with Aki with, with unripened Aki and see you know how it may be helpful in in, in, in um, regulating blood glucose levels but you know it makes you hypoglycemic but it doesn't increase your it probably it probably and I'm just speculating right now it probably doesn't help your insulin absorption it probably doesn't help you um, it just drops your blood sugar and then you end up probably passing out um, so the um, thing about ginseng you know it's not it's not as far as I know it's not poisonous and it's um, it doesn't have any side effects to my knowledge unless you combine it like I said with a with a drug that it should not be combined with so what am I saying I'm not saying much of anything Rebelsis Ozempic let me see if I can find it okay I'm at a long stoplight right now let's see if we can find it can we find it can we find it can we find it can we find it oh my son took a whole bunch of pictures that's cool okay here it is Ozempic I was right TikTok docs are boosting views and profits with weight loss drugs what 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 are Ozempic and Wegori Regovi Regovi Wegovi W-E-G-O-V-Y Wegovi Okay, so they're not talking about Rebelsis. They're talking about Ozempic and another one called Wegovy. W-E-G-O-V-Y. Okay? So I'm not able to read what it's about because I, I just took a screenshot of the actual post. This is from Entrepreneur. Okay? That's from Entrepreneur. But then it's because Weight loss drugs. Okay, now... We're spending into the world's obesity epidemic. Everybody's talking about it. Okay, so the Economist is talking about it. Business News is talking about it. Bloomberg is talking about it. Um, I mean, talking about weight loss drugs in general. You know what I mean? Um, everybody's talking about it as of late. Um, I don't know why. All of a sudden. Well, maybe because the 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 the, the, the medical companies have reduced the price now that they know that they can sell volume because researching and I'm just freestyling now you don't even have to listen anymore if you've been even listening this far 
But the thing about it, why drugs are so expensive, supposedly, is for for more for two reasons, in my opinion. Two reasons. One is the research process. The research and approval process is expensive. Secondarily, um, drug companies spend a significant amount of their budget on advertising. Um, you know, they spend. I don't know. I mean, you, you can check it. Don't 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 quote me. On average, they spend. I think something like seventy-five percent of their budget on advertising or something to that effect. You know, because people, you know, people don't need to use drugs all the time. People are not sick all the time. But you need to tell them that there's something out there that you may need to buy. You know, there's drug commercials on TV all the time. Those aren't cheap. So, the research and advertising. Big, 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 big expensive cost. Now, so if somebody on TikTok is already promoting my drug, hey, I don't need to spend so much on uh, advertising anymore. I just cut down, I cut my advertising budget. The TikTokers are making a million zillion views saying that my drug uh, causes people to lose weight. So thank you so much, TikTokers. I, you just saved me a billion dollars. Okay, the research was already done. I've probably already covered my costs on the research in the first, um, I don't know, few years of the debut of the drug. So that's good. I'm already tooled up. Already have my supply chain set up. So... You know, it's just cruising from this level right here as long as I don't hit any uh, class action lawsuits. You know what I mean? So um, the advertising and the research are, from my understanding, the most expensive parts of drug manufacturing and distribution, sales, whatever the case may be. So if the TikTokers are promoting it, you don't even have to spend so much of your budget on advertising anymore. That's me speculating, of course, just guessing, freestyling. So, you know, Eli Lilly and all the other guys, you know, whatever, Novo Nordisk, whatever, whoever it was. Um, I'm sure I got the screenshot in here somewhere, uh, but I can't look at it. Um, they can drop their, their prices because people are not only using it for medical purposes, they're using it for aesthetic reasons. They're using it almost in a recreational ma manner, you know what I mean? If they can get their hands on it, you know, if they can get their hands on it. So it creates a great demand, you know, you, you, significant demand, don't need to sell it for so high of a price. Uh, for example, like drugs for AIDS and HIV, um, very expensive, right? Drugs for cancer, very expensive. Not everybody can afford those. Not everybody can afford to survive. Imagine that, right? Imagine, oh my goodness, that's crazy, right? So it's, it's very important that we try to stay healthy. Like me, I need to focus on my health right now because I don't feel 100% right now. But, you know, the other day I, you know, went to the urgent care. I think they charged something like, I don't know, $1,300 for a uh, for, uh, for, uh, 15 minute consultation, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, $1,300 just to talk. For 15 minutes and, 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 and administer some Motrin, some over-the-counter Motrin, you know, $1,500. So, you know, there's people out here that have terminal illnesses and, um, you know, the medical industry is a business, of course. They have to make as much profit as they can. You know, there's not that many sick people of a certain, um, taking certain drugs. So those certain drugs who are, that are not selling that much, 
for our convenience of accessing those drugs, we have to pay a high premium, which is unfortunately the barrier between life and death in some cases. So imagine you losing your life just because you didn't have enough money to buy a drug that's available. You know what I mean? So that's why a lot of people talk about, um, uh, you know, government funded uh, medical care, like in Canada and some of the European countries, like uh, a lot of people talk about, a lot of people say we should have a similar system like that. Let's administer, let's, let's apply a tax to everyone and and make it up make it up make it make it so that people don't have to um, perish or suffer in sickness for want of money you know make make health available to everyone you know so but it doesn't really work like that currently so you know it's very unfortunate so it's very important to take care of ourselves and do whatever we can to stay healthy and 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 and, 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 and have a, you know not be a burden on anybody you know, that's important too to maintain our independence and our dexterity and our flexibility because you know everybody's out here doing whatever they want to do or whatever they need to do irrespective of which whatever it is that's their life you know they don't necessarily have to dedicate themselves to helping your life now we enter into social contracts social contracts and social constructs hoping that you know, will be honored and will be saved by somebody, whether it's the cops, the fire department, your husband, your wife, your son, your sister, your daughter, your mother, your brother, whatever. You know, this network, this 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 alliance, this social contract, this this order, this whatever you want to call it. We enter into these orders or we are part of these communities with the hopes that, you know, we'll be able to, you know, help each other, you know, in some kind of way. You know, whenever we need help, it's not just about, you know, how you feel about it. It's also about um, the responsibility and the obligations of being a part of the network. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're on a football team, you play your role on the football team, but we're all on the same team. So when it's time for you to run the ball, you got to run the ball. When it's time for you to do whatever, you do whatever. You got to do it for the team. So that's the same, same premise behind, you know social order social construct whatever you want to call it so yeah man you know that's it for right now thanks for listening to my ramblings y'all have a good day